My name is Dulce Valencia and welcome to Telenovelas con Dulce, a podcast where every week I invite special guests to break down the telenovelas we love. From the music to the cast to the unforgettable plot twist, every slap, every imbecil, every secret twin, I have got you covered. Bienvenidos and welcome to Telenovelas con Dulce. My name is Dulce Valencia. I am your host and welcome to the podcast where we watch telenovelas and I invite my friends to talk about telenovelas with you all. Today we have a solo episode. It's just going to be me on the mic. Uh, I like to do these episodes after finishing recapping a telenovela because it kind of gives me a time, a chance to like breathe a little, but also to answer the questions that I'm getting from you all and talk about other telenovelas that I would love to cover and I would love to devote podcast episodes to, but I don't necessarily have the time to do so, so it's just a chance for me to talk telenovela talk in general. So first things first, we're going to take care of some business. Uh, one, I want to give you all a huge thank you and shout out for being so kind with last week's episode. Uh, last week, if you haven't listened to it, uh, I got to interview Ana Lorena Sanchez, a telenovela actor, telenovela star, all around amazing human being, uh, from Tierra de Reyes, Cosita Linda, Relaciones Peligrosas. Uh, she's a lovely, dear friend and wonderful human being. And I'm so grateful that she, she agreed to be on the podcast and let me interview her. And even more grateful that you all really responded to it and that you all really enjoyed the episode. Episode. As of now, I think it's my most listened to episode ever. And I mean, I kind of expected it because I know she has a really passionate fan base and I was like, you know, they they might come to it. But I also like got so many messages from people who are fans of her who hadn't listened to the podcast ever before, uh, but found the Ana Lorena episode and they were really grateful to me and they were very nice and just very complimentary and I'm so thankful for that. Uh, so if you're a new listener here, hi, thank you so much for sticking around and being here. I'm really happy. I'm really happy with how the episode came out. And like I said, like I'm just really happy that we got to have a telenovela actor on the podcast, which is super cool. And it's definitely something that I want to continue doing. I have a couple of more telenovela actors who who have agreed to be on the podcast, which is obviously to me, a telenovela fan, super exciting and super, super awesome. It's just now a matter of working with their schedules and trying to find a time that works for both of us, which has been the most complicated thing. Like with Ana Lorena, it took me, I believe, like, and on, like honestly, like I kind of slacked off on it, but it took us like, I want to say three months from me initially asking and her agreeing to finally like setting up a time and actually recording just so y'all can see a little bit of background with how that works. So yeah, so I'm working with other telenovela actors again, like I can't even say, I, I can't even believe I'm saying that sentence right now, but now it's just a matter of working with their schedules and getting them on the podcast, but I'm really excited for that, for what's to come. Um, I've been doing this podcast for about six, seven months now, and one, I can't believe time flies that fast, and two, uh, I want to keep doing this podcast for at least a couple of years 
So I have plenty of time to bring more guests and um, to talk about more telenovelas with you all. So just thank you so much for all of you for being super kind and being super receptive to the Ana Lorena episode and really enjoying it. I'm really grateful. And if you want to see the video version, I did record the interview and it's available on my YouTube channel where y'all, I'm about to hit a thousand subscribers. I'm like six. I think I need like six subscribers more to reach a thousand. One, that's super exciting. I'm just overwhelmed uh and two yeah like on on youtube i i'm doing more videos um i know a few of you are on there and have subscribed and watched the videos i see your comments uh but there i like to do recaps like i do here but um right now i started recapping the remake of ruby which i'm gonna actually talk about a little more as we go into this episode and i'm currently making videos for La Desalmada, which I'm also going to be talking about um, later on. And uh, La Usurpadora, I'm going to start making videos for that. So if you want to see smaller, like smaller mini episodes, I like to do it in a video essay type format. Um, So you can check them out. The link will be in the show notes for my YouTube channel. So go check it out. Subscribe if you haven't already. I'm having a lot of fun making videos and it's really... It's really testing my creativity and I'm getting better at editing, which I wasn't that great at at the beginning, Uh, but I'm getting better. So hopefully y'all enjoy those videos too. And uh, really the YouTube channel is an extension of the podcast. So I hope y'all enjoyed that. And uh, as always, let me know what you want to see. I'm really open to suggestions and I'm always seeing what y'all are trying to see and um, trying to build a community where we all watch stuff together. Um, I know that so far, I basically, I have picked every single telenovela just based on what I want to watch, but I'm trying to shift more to also incorporating some telenovelas that have been requested to me and that y'all want me to watch with you uh, in a sense. So I'll be doing that too. Uh, But just YouTube is an easier way for me to do more because podcast is longer format. takes Not that it takes more time editing because they both take a long time, but um, because I t- I'm trying to do different content for the podcast and YouTube, doing them together helps me cover more telenovelas. And I think that's pretty good in the sense that I get a lot of requests for different telenovelas and not all of them I can necessarily focus a podcast on. So YouTube is the alternative. So yeah, that was a long-winded way of saying go check out my YouTube channel. Second thing, I have new telenovela stickers up on my Etsy. I have made new designs. I'm really happy with them. I'm actually, um, so I finally got those printed out and they're stocked up on my Etsy, but I recently made a couple more new designs and those are going to be up on my Etsy hopefully later this month. Check them out. I'm really excited. They came out really cute and ugh, I have some for El Diablo con los Guapos. I have some for Corazón Salvaje, Lo que la vida me robó, Pasión, and obviously like Teresa. Teresa I think is my most popular one. So I have a lot of designs just because there's so many iconic phrases from that telenovela. So yeah, so go check out the stickers. All right, so that's taking care of business. Now I'm going to go into a little Q&A answering some of the questions that I frequently get from you all. So the first one 
I think I get this like every single day on TikTok and you know every every so often um in my DMs and that is where do you watch telenovelas? I know I've talked about this before, but you know what? Let's let's recap it, you know? You might be new here. Uh so where I watch telenovelas, depending on the telenovela, it depending on where it's available. So one, my number one trusted source it is YouTube because a lot of people post telenovelas up on there. Um, that is how I watch El Diablo con los Guapos. That is how I watch Pasión. That is how I'm currently watching the new telenovela that we're going to cover on the podcast. And that is how I started watching Teresa. Uh, the problem with YouTube, uh, I think I, I made an episode. I, I think I talked about this before, but again, it, it bears repeating. Uh, the problem with YouTube is that a lot of telenovelas get blocked. And so... You know, like you'll, this happened with Teresa. Like we got to like episode, uh, no, not 100, episode like 30. And then we started to notice that like episodes were missing, but it wasn't that they were missing. It's just that they were blocked in the United States. So we couldn't watch them. Uh, so that's a problem with YouTube that one, not every telenovela is going to be on there. Two, even if you do find it, it might be blocked. And three, sometimes the, the quality is horrible. And, you know, we just have to deal with that because it's free and it's YouTube. And you know what? It's just what happens. But that's my primary source. Uh, the second way that I watch them is to is through streaming platforms. So whether this be Univision's platform that has a bunch of telenovelas, that one you do have to pay $10.99 a month. Uh, and even when you pay, you get ads, which just, ugh, it boggles my mind and I hate it. I'm like, I'm paying for this. Why am I getting ads? And even with ads, I would be down to pay like $5 more if ads, if, you know, I could get rid of ads. But that's not the case. So um, Univision now, they have, the good thing about them is that if it's a new telenovela you want to watch, so like right now, La Desalmada just premiered on Univision, uh, they, this, the next day after they air on Univision, like they'll be available to stream, which is great because, you know, I personally don't really watch TV or live TV, so I always just stream them afterwards. Uh, and, any new telenovela that's currently airing on Univision, you can find the episodes available on the app. The cons for this, which is my second most asked question that I'll get into a bit, is um, there's no there's no English subtitles, so they only have Spanish subtitles, and those also aren't the best. Um, but they only have that, so you can't really. You have to either speak or understand Spanish if you want to watch them there. And then the third app I use is called Prende TV. It's kind of like Univision now. It has, I think, more more programming, but they have a specific tab for novelas and telenovelas, and you can watch a bunch of telenovelas there. You also have to watch them with ads, unfortunately, but that's, you know, that's just the case. The way Prende TV works, uh, you... Just download the app. You don't even have to create an account or anything. And you just start streaming. There's two tabs. The live TV that looks like cable, basically, where they just, you know, you can pick a channel and just watch whatever's playing. And then they have the on-demand, which is a streaming platform part where you can just 
uh, stream any telenovela you want that's available there. Teresa is available on there. Amores Verdaderos is available on there. Rebelde is on there. Sortilegio. A bunch of good telenovelas are on there. Like I said, there's a bunch of ads. More ads than Univision now. Uh, so just be warned. Also, Caer en Tentación is on there. So if you really liked listening to our recap but want to hear more, because again, as we mentioned, y'all, like... There's so much that we couldn't fit into the episode that we had to cut off. So it's definitely a, tele- a telenovela that y'all should watch. It's streaming on Prende TV for free. And you don't have to create an account. So yes, so that's the way I watch telenovelas. This leads me into my most, my second most asked question. And that is, where can I watch telenovelas with English subtitles. Unfortunately, there is no streaming platform that I know of as of now that has telenovelas in English subtitles, or at least a large variety of them. Now, you can watch certain telenovelas, the ones that are available on Hulu or on Netflix, um, or on Peacock even, uh, you can watch those with English subtitles. You're not really gonna find like the old school classic ones, but you can find, especially Telemundo telenovelas, I see them a lot on Netflix and on Hulu, and those like come with English subtitles. So this is like off the top of my head, Sin Senos No Hay Paraíso and Sin Senos Si Hay Paraíso, both of those are on Netflix, and you can watch them with English subtitles. Silvana Sin Lana, which is a Telemundo telenovela you can watch on Netflix too. I think Señora de Acero. A couple of other telenovelas uh, you can watch on Netflix. Typically, it's Telemundo ones, and you can watch them with English subtitles. On the Hulu front, again, it's also Telemundo telenovelas. So Tierra de Reyes is on Hulu, and you can watch it with English subtitles. And then Peacock, because Peacock is a product of NBC, and NBC owns Telemundo, which produces telenovelas. They've been adding more and more telenovelas on Peacock, and you can stream those with English subtitles. So it's just a matter of looking for the ones you can find. Uh, Like I said, in my experience, and I could be completely wrong with this, so if I'm wrong, someone correct me. Typically, Telemundo telenovelas are the ones that you'll be able to find with English subtitles. And Univision slash Televisa telenovelas are the hard ones to find in English subtitles. Which, y'all, I have thought about this, and maybe I'll, maybe this is a five-year plan type thing. But going to Univision and just being like you're missing a large percentage of your market by not providing English subtitles because just doing this podcast alone and doing it in English because, you know, I incorporate Spanish here and there, but I really wanted to talk to people, young people who maybe grew up with telenovelas, don't watch them anymore, and whose primary language is English. I'm super proud of speaking Spanish and I'm super proud of that, but there's also such a large percentage of people that don't speak Spanish and still love telenovelas, still grew up with them and want to watch them. And also telenovelas are so global that there's so many people who want to watch them but just can't because of the language barrier. And I know there's there's a few people who do, like even with a language barrier, they'll still watch them just because the acting is so not over the top, but I guess over the top, uh, that you can gauge the story just by the acting alone. So, you know, 
maybe someday in the future, in the near future, I'll go to Univision and I'll get English subtitles for you all. I'm going to add that to like my little vision board type thing. But yeah, so basically that's the answer to that question. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of options for English subtitles. The third question I get asked a lot is if I'm ever going to do an episode, a podcast on a Turkish telenovela. Yes. In the future, not anytime soon, uh, I'll say, because just the way I've mapped out my telenovelas, I'm probably not going to get to a Turkish telenovela this year, but hopefully next year for sure, I'll get to cover one. It's They've been recommended to me so many times, and I know that they have taken the world by storm, and there's a lot of you all that watch a lot of Turkish telenovelas, so I will be, I will be doing that next year i'm you know we're gonna count on that for next year uh and they are they are on my list like i hear nothing but good things about them so i'm really excited to watch my first turkish telenovela what i do know is that they make people cry a lot and i'm not ready for that because i'm a cancer moon which means that i'm very emotional and uh and i just know that they're gonna make me cry and they're gonna destroy me but i'm also excited about that you know what i'm saying so yeah i look forward i look forward to having turkish telenovelas destroy me emotionally another question i guess get asked a lot is what my favorite telenovela is there's no there's no one answer to this because it really depends on the year. It depends on the day. Right now, I will say my current favorite telenovelas are Pasión with Fernando Colunga and Susana González. It's a telenovela de época, which is a historical telenovela where we have Fernando Colunga playing a pirate and just, ugh, I watched it when I was 12. I fell in love as things happen. Uh, but that's one of my all-time favorite telenovelas, uh, especially right now. My second one is Al Diablo con los Guapos and uh, Amar Sin Limites. So those are like my top three at the moment. And like I said, this changes all the time. Some days I'll add a telenovela. It just really, it depends. Let's see. Another question I get asked a lot is, who's your favorite telenovela actor? I don't even know if I've said it a lot. I feel like I talk about it a lot in my day-to-day life. But maybe I really don't. Maybe I just think about it a lot. But my favorite telenovela actor of all time is Fernando Colunga and Silvia Navarro. Uh, <laughs> if you watch Karen Tentacion, y'all know that both Kim and I are number one stands of Silvia Navarro. Like, I am this close, and you can't see it, but I'm holding my fingers very close to starting a fan account just for Silvia Navarro because that woman is just so talented. She's so brilliant. She's so good at what she does. She's just she's just phenomenal. And I feel the same way about Fernando Colunga. Again, I may be a little biased based on the fact that I was, you know, 12 years old when I fell in love with him, but um I I adore him. I think he's a wonderful telenovela actor. He's so good. Every telenovela he does, I watch and I love and I just there's something about him. I just, I, I love him. So those are my two favorite telenovela actors. And then the last question that I get a lot, and it's going to lead me to my next subject, is can you cover blank telenovela? So I get a lot of messages asking me to cover certain telenovelas. Like I know um, Amores Verdaderos, Amor Real, 
Uh, those are the two off the top of my head. Oh, and Lo que la vida me robó. So those are the three telenovelas that I've been asked to cover the most. I am going to get to them. I don't know when. I think I'm going to cover at least one of those telenovelas this year and the remainder of the year. Just again, I've said it before, but just because the way the this podcast works, where I watch the entire telenovela, uh, it's really hard to cover a lot of telenovelas just because they are. Lo que la vida me robó has over 200 episodes alone. So y'all, that's probably like a two month process. So yeah, so like it just takes a long time. Uh, however, this is where my YouTube channel comes into play. Because as I said, I've been recapping telenovelas there too. Uh, I currently started recapping the Ruby remake there. And uh, it just allows me to make smaller episodes. Um, like, I think my Ruby recap, and I only did it for the first episode, is only like four minutes at the most. So, you know, telenovela recaps bite size. So y'all can watch that. And uh, I like doing that. And I might do it for more telenovelas just as the more time passes, the more I grow this podcast and my YouTube channel. I'll probably be covering more telenovelas because it's fun, but also because of the way I work and the way my process works. I like to cover telenovelas I have watched completely recently. So, for example, I won't... Let's see, what's a telenovela I haven't watched? Uh, Amor Real, for example. I watched it. I haven't watched it in the last year, so I probably am not going to make a video of it because when I make a video of it, I want to have watched it. And so, yeah, but I'm currently watching like four telenovelas right now. So y'all are going to get more content. Trust me. But yeah. So like I said, I don't know when your favorite telenovela is going to be covered, but I do want to cover them all uh, a few months ago, not months, maybe weeks ago. I did a bunch of polls on my Instagram and I had you all vote and submit telenovelas you wanted me to cover. And based on that, you know, I get a basic idea of what y'all want to see and what the telenovelas y'all want me to cover. And that's how I kind of did. I, I'm kind of going to use that to guide me in choosing what telenovela I want to cover next. The next telenovela, though, that we're going to be covering is not one that was suggested. It's one that me and Kim both really want to do because... One, we're Silvia Navarro fans, and two, we need something that's more lighthearted uh, after doing Guide and Tentacion, just because that was so heavy on us. But I'm gonna get more. I'm gonna get back to covering the telenovelas that y'all want me to cover too, and just make it a mix. So it'll be telenovelas I like, telenovelas you like, and then you know we get a conversation going. But also. Also, also, if I'm covering telenovelas that you like and that you have opinions on, send me your voice memos, send me your opinions, send me, send me whatever, you know, so that I can feature it on the podcast and, you know, it becomes more of a community where we're all watching it together. I know a few of you were watching Karen Tentacion with me, but none of y'all sent me voice memos, which would have been fun to receive. Uh, and those, you can send them to me, like you can record voice memos on Instagram and just send it through me through that. And I'll play those on the podcast. That's actually how I got Alina from Carententacion, Erika de la Rosa. She sent me a voice memo through Instagram, and that's how I played it, which, again, surreal, amazing, so glad that happened. Um, but send me voice memos so I can feature them on the podcast. And then this leads me to <laughs> telenovelas I'm currently watching slash want to talk about. 
So I've been watching Diseñando Tu Amor. I started watching it when it first came out. This uh, is a new telenovela that Univision produced with Televisa. And it's about an aspiring fashion designer who has a sister who's evil, but, you know, envidiosa or whatever. And it, like, I'm really bad at explaining it. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, their two sisters, uh, their dad dies in a plane crash that also seemingly kills the oldest sister's boyfriend. So, they're forced out of their rancho and they go off to the big city to seek shelter with their uncle, whom they never have met. And while there, they both strive to make it in the fashion industry, the eldest sister as a designer and the youngest as a model. But then they realize that one of them was actu- wasn't actually their father's daughter, but instead their father is this rich millionaire who's actually looking for them. So, you know, who's the real daughter? We don't know. We're going to find out. Uh, I started watching it when it first came out, stopped watching it just because I got really busy with, uh, I think I was covering Teresa at that time. And recently I went back and started rewatching it again. And I think it's going to end pretty soon. So I'm excited to binge it and make episodes. I'm probably going to make some YouTube episodes about this one. The second telenovela that I'm currently watching is the Ruby remake, which I know people, there's so many mixed feelings about it. I have some people who love it because it's very different the way it's told and it also paints a different portrait of Ruby. And then I have some people who hate it because of those reasons, but also people really hate on Camila Sodi, the actress who plays Ruby. I'm not going to hate on her because, you know, I don't like to hate on actors. I will say, though, that growing up with Barbara Mori as my Ruby definitely influenced how I perceive Ruby to be and look like. And it and Camila Sodi, a beautiful woman, is a different kind of beauty than Barbara Mori. And so, like, I get it. Um, but yeah, but I, I am enjoying it a lot. Uh, and I think the reason I'm enjoying it a lot is because I am seeing it as more of an adaptation and not a remake. So Ruby itself was based off of comic book characters from the 60s by Yolanda Vargas Dulce and then adapted. um, The Barbara Mori version was the second adaptation of it. And then now with this one, this is definitely an adaptation. Uh, You also see the, the basically... So you know that Ruby... Again, I can't talk. Ruby ends with Fernanda all grown up seeking out Ruby's revenge, but then it ends in a cliffhanger. And so with this Ruby, we flash forward and back. So in the present, it's the future. Like Ruby's accident has already happened. She has a scar on her face. She has a limp. She can't really walk. Uh, And she's being interviewed by a reporter who wants to know about her life. So we flash back to how Ruby got there. But we also see the story from the present timeline pick up. So we see what happened to Maribel. We see what happened to Alejandro. We see what happened to Hector. And there's like a little mystery element. And you're also like, who's this reporter? Why is she doing a story on Ruby? And it's very like gothic. So I really liked it. I enjoyed it. I'm enjoying it. Uh, like I said, I did the first episode recap on my YouTube. I'm going to be recapping the entire telenovela. So y'all can look forward to that. But I'm enjoying it. I really want Kim to watch it, though. It's only like, I think it's 30 episodes. 
yeah, it's not a lot at all. And I want Kim to watch it because I really want to hear her opinions. So hopefully I'll be able to do like a little mini podcast series where I just let Kim talk about what she thought about this remake because I just know that she's going to have strong opinions and I love that of her. And then, uh, let's see. I'm about to start La Desalmada. La Desalmada is a new telenovela produced by Jose Alberto Castro. Jose Alberto Castro is the guy who produced Rubí and produced Teresa and produced La Que No Podía Amar. He has like a habit of producing telenovelas with anti-hero women or like just really, you know, no like no nonsense, not no nonsense, but just strong women who, you know, don't take anyone's crap. And I feel like that's how La Desalmada is. So La Desalmada stars Livia Brito and Jose Ron. And it's about a woman who on her wedding night, her husband gets killed. And then she seeks out revenge on the person who killed her man. Also, fun fact about this telenovela is Alejandro from Ruby is in this telenovela. He plays a villain, I think. But also Jose Ron plays Alejandro in the Ruby remake. So we have both Alejandros in this telenovela. And then we also have uh, Kimberly Dos Ramos, who plays, she plays Maribel in the Ruby remake. And she's in, in La Desalmada. And we also have Marlene Favela, who was in the 2004 Ruby playing Sonia in this telenovelas. And, oh my God, we also have Ana Martin, who played Ruby's mother in the 2004 Ruby in this telenovela. So it's basically a bunch of Ruby actors from both the remake and the 2004 version together. And my little nerd telenovela heart just loves that. Uh, so yeah, so that's currently on my watch list. It just premiered, I think this week. No, not this week, because this is... <laughs> Girl, my my sense of time is all off. No, it premiered last week. Uh, so you can watch it on Univision now if you are down for that. But I'm going to be making videos about it. And then, uh, uh, let's see. Vencer el Pasado. Vencer el Pasado, I've been all over that telenovela because Angelique Boyer and Sebastián Rulli are in it. And they just finished filming. And it's set to premiere, I think, in November in the United States. So I'm really excited about that, literally just for Sebastián Rulli and Angelique Poyer, because I'm such a fan of them. Uh, but I'm really excited about that one. And then I want to give Corazón Salvaje a shout out because my girl Petra loves that telenovela and I've been, I'm going to make videos on it. I, I do want to make eventually a podcast episode about it because that telenovela is so iconic. It had Edith Gonzalez and Eduardo Palomo as the protagonist. It's another like historical telenovela. And and Eduardo Palomo plays a pirate. Uh, it's it's so good. So I really do want to cover it. But it's probably going to be easier slash faster if I just make YouTube series on it. So that's what I'm going to do. But I just wanted to make sure I gave my girl Petra a shout out because she's been requesting Corazón Salvaje. And I hear you. I'm going to do it. It's just, you know, all I ask is your patience with me. But yeah, those are currently the telenovelas that are in my radar right now that are probably going to consume the next three months of my life. And that's where I'm at. And that is where I'm going to wrap up this episode. I hope you all enjoyed me literally talking 
in your ear for 30 minutes. I actually, I just realized it's been 30 minutes in my head. It's only been five minutes, but that just goes to show you how much I can talk. But I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week for more telenovela content. Y'all will get to see the new telenovela that Kim and I will be covering. Also, make sure to send me your voice memos. Send them to me. I want to feature you on the podcast. And with that, I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave us a review. I love seeing those. So I'll see you all again next week. Bye.